Welcome to another episode of the Bold Take Podcast. I'm Austin Wader with me once again, as always, the Austin Hill. And I know what you're thinking, you know, what's this episode going to be? You know, there's not much NFL stuff that's happened, at yeah. least stuff we're not going to talk about in here. Don't get me started about the Bills punter or anything like that. Yeah, no, that's a, the whole conversation. <laughs> no, but have. we decided to do something that was a little bit different from what we did. We're going to actually look at the Arkansas Razorback football team for this upcoming season because next, next Saturday, playing Cincinnati week one to get the season started. So... We thought, you know, why not? Let's preview them. Let's kind of look at it. Let's break down some of the players. We thought that'd be something interesting. But, 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 before you finish this episode, go listen to our one from yesterday. We discussed some of the recent news with the Big Ten signing on CBS and many other networks. Uh, potential of the playoff breaking away from the NCAA, as well as looking at the AP rankings and saying why some of them should be higher and why some of them shouldn't even be on the list, if at all. But we're going to talk Arkansas Razorback football here. We're going to start with obviously last year's goal uh, achievement, nine and four. I want it to be known. I called that we were going to get eight wins in the preseason. I did. I did. I did say that. I said at least eight wins. I didn't. I didn't think we'd get nine uh, like we did with the bowl game win. But uh, it was a fun season, except for a few just games. What? Only one of those that I really feel we were the better team, and that was the Auburn game. But, I mean, think about Alabama barely lost to them, really could have beat them in Tuscaloosa, lost at Ole Miss, and the reason the way we lost, I still would have done it again. I would have gone for two there every single time. And then the Georgia game, that was – I mean, we saw what Georgia did. They beat Bama. So, I mean, yeah. what do you want to say? I mean, this guy was there. He knows how it went. Yeah, it was a great game to be at. But yeah, not 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 for Razorback fans, uh, you know, except for the Georgia fans barking. Yeah. So, but you know, it's funny though is you know there's those three losses that are good. And then the Auburn game went to one Razorback game last year. Anyone want to guess what game it was? Auburn. Well, no, yeah, it was the <laughs> the one game where we actually did not look that good at that point was the freaking Auburn game. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to the LSU game this year, so hopefully that's not our our only loss because I'd kind of want to destroy Brian Kelly. Yeah. So I hope so. Uh, but there's a lot to build. Now, obviously, we did lose some star players. Number one, Traylon Burks, gone the NFL, where people are calling him overrated already. You people shut up and watch him win Offensive Rookie of the Year in the NFL. It'll happen. Uh, lost Grant Morgan, the heart and soul of the defense. But there are guys here ready to try to fill in those roles and guys in other positions looking to step up in those roles. So let's start with the offense. I mean, and it, I mean, where are you to talk about an offense without mentioning the QB first For and sure. why KJ Jefferson is going to win a Heisman this year? Uh, number one, I think he fits Ken, uh, Ken O'Brien's, I'd say, yeah, it's Kendall. I almost thought about his dad, Art Browse at Baylor, but uh, their offense was clicking last year as long as I'm curious how much more it stays on the ground game. Because last year we focused on the run game a lot. So you got to wonder with losing Traylon, they stick with there. Do they maybe go with some of the new guys like Jaden Hasselwood, the transfer from Oklahoma? What 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 do you think could be for Arkansas? Um, I think that they're going to look to uh, kind of utilize KJ's arm uh, a bit more this season. Um They've seen, you know, over the last couple of years how good he is uh, using his legs and 
Um, I think now it's the time to kind of mix that up and make this kind of an offense built around him um, because this is the year. Um, you know, this is probably his last year at Arkansas. He's probably going to go to the NFL. Probably going to be the number one pick. Unless yeah. he has a terrible season. No, I mean, um, he's going to he's gonna go number one. Bryce Young will go number two. Here's so him. they will probably, uh, you know, if they're looking to cash in on him, this is the culmination of everything he's done at Arkansas and really time to show just how good he really is. And so I think that it would be wise to make an offense around your quarterback, especially when it is a pretty good quarterback. And listen, I'm not saying he's Cam Newton 2.0, but I mean, we could be in for a Cam Newton season. I'm just saying. If we could get a Cam Newton-like Auburn season from KJ at Arkansas, W's all day. (laughs) As long as we have more talent in the NFL from that Auburn team, because compared to Cam, you know how many NFL players were on that roster? No. Two. Two NFL players. I uh I don't I do only remember one of them and that was Nick Fairley. The only I don't know who the other one was, but I saw a stat that said there was only two other NFL guys on that team. So hopefully wow. we have some more here. But I agree, kind of build it more around KJ. Let him, you know, show off his arm and his running ability. And you know, listen, I've already already bet money on him to win the Heisman. So uh, hopefully he gets it going. Now, obviously, when it out, they are going to have to run the ball at some point. You can't just yes. throw it. And obviously, the running back room is pretty interesting right now. Dominique Johnson returning, and so are Rocket Sanders. So, when now we need to run the ball, pretty much same backfields almost coming back from last year. And then, of course, some, like I said, new acquisition, Jaden Hasselwood transfer from Oklahoma, left in the whole Lincoln-Riley debacle. Uh, I think he could be a good replacement for Traylon. Very much so. Don't you think so? Yeah, he's a very talented receiver. Um didn't really get a, a chance to show what he was fully capable of at Oklahoma, but those who kept up with him in high school and those who have you know seen his highlight tape, you know what he can do. And I think now would is going to be the optimal time. He's got a good quarterback, got a good offensive system, a good team that's headed in the right direction. I think this is uh, ultimately what's going to be really good for him, and I think he's got a chance this year to really break out. And, of course, you got to think about some of the other receivers. True, I mean, obviously, think about Warren Thompson, who's a senior. Uh, needs to be a little bit more consistent, but I think maybe if he can be more consistent, he could be a dangerous second guy. And if you can get a one-two punch like that at wide receiver with already a good solid run game and an O-line that's returning four of five starters from last year, to me it's no problem this offense is going to be good, especially also with Trey Knox moving to tight end. I feel like that was a smart move, moving him to tight end. So it'll be interesting there, and also I'm interested to see how we use Malik Hornsby. There's been reports he's been used at wide receiver, some in camps, and when I mean it makes sense. Fastest player on the team, get him on the field. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. <laughs> but like we said, I think this is going to be an offense that's going to be the good part of the Arkansas team. I'm not saying the defense will be bad, but there's a lot of spots that got to be filled from last year's team. But the good news is we don't have to start in entirely over on the defensive side number one bumper pool if you're a Razorback fan you know bumper pool is the name is a legend dude is an absolute beast you should know it by the name yes if your name is bumper from the south you are you're going to be a beast in football uh and then drew sanders who is a five-star transfer from alabama you know you don't think about getting bama products to come to arkansas but now here he is didn't really get to show off much at Bama. So he could be a fun prospect as 
well. Hopefully we get to see how he does. Uh, but really, I mean, obviously we're losing Grant Morgan, but those are two really solid linebackers to have to fill in the spot. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they've, they've really done a good job um, recruiting out of the transfer portal. Um, I think Arkansas's recruiting has gotten really good uh, as far as guys coming out of high school. All hail Stanford. But um, they've done a really great job acquiring guys that could be really solid and really underutilized um, where they've been and bringing them in and really looking to maximize and fill in those spots just when they need them to be filled. I mean, you think about it, linebacker Drew Sanders comes in and tries to fill in the spot that Graham Morgan had. Jane Hasselwood trying to come in and fill the spot that Traylon Burks had. So, I mean, we went out and tried to fill in pretty quickly there. And then, of course, the secondary. You have Miles Slusher, uh, defensive back. I think he could be in for a little bit of a big year for us this year. Uh, Hudson Clark, who's been kind of up and down the depth chart. People remember his iconic game against Ole Miss where he had – was it three or four interceptions? I'm pretty sure it was three. I think it was three. But anyway, he's, I'm sure, going to be even better as with more playing time. And, of course, now that uh, Kyle Hamilton is officially gone, I'm sure you will agree with me now with the best safety in college football, oh, Jalen Catalan. absolutely. Okay. Jalen Catalan. Very good. But, yeah, solid secondary. And, we, I mean, you got to agree. You do agree 100% Jalen Catalan's the best safety in college football? Uh, he's the only one I can name off the top of my head, but that isn't. Hey, that mean hey, that means that means that he's the best then. But he's got to be the best. Uh, I, I can't think of an, another. I can't think of another safety in college football right now. So, <laughs> uh, no competition. Definitely, and of course, you know his presence will be felt because he went under a shoulder surgery that cost him most of the second half of the season. So, getting him back as a defensive leader is a huge, huge boost that can make this defense even better with some of the few spots that might have a little bit of an experience on them. Absolutely, um, and he'll be exciting to see this year because uh, he's definitely had the NFL scouts on him the last couple of years, and this will probably be his last year before he says sayonara and heads to the NFL where he'll likely be a first-round pick. He, hopefully so. I mean, I think he was going to be at – in the preseason, people thought he was going to be a first-round pick before he had the shoulder injury, and then he looked at Kyle Hamilton, who hopefully doesn't dominate for the Ravens. Uh, hopefully he does. Hopefully he doesn't. I don't need him to. But uh, overall, solid – on offense and defense, really good pieces there. And, of course, we know we can't do this without talking about special teams. Cam Little, best kicker in all college football. I think, think that's a thing that's well known. Uh, yeah, he was a freshman last year, if I'm yep, correct. Yeah, he's a sophomore and, this year. Um, he was absolutely phenomenal. An 18-year-old kid stepping up into some of those huge spots and knocking on some of those massive kicks. Um, I was impressed. Um, getting to see you know him kick in uh, Georgia – um, you know, even though the game wasn't close, it wasn't necessarily the most intense, but really when you're out there and you see how far he's kicking and you're like, man, this guy's younger than I am, and he's going out there, all the pressure <laughs> in the world on him, even though it's a, not even a close game, kicking from deep, and he's just knocking it down, seems so unfazed. Really was impressive last year, and, you know, I think he's only going to build on that success. I mean, you think about it. I mean, the LSU one's iconic. Yeah. Going into Baton Rouge, kicking a game winner running all the way down the field and hitting the gritty as he walks off. I mean, that is mega confidence for a guy that was a freshman last year and now is a sophomore. And, you know, for Arkansas's history, we haven't had the greatest history with kickers yeah. in recent years, uh, especially. So hopefully he's one that's going to be an all-time kicker name. And then punter-wise, you know, we have Reed Bauer coming back, one of the most underrated punters in all college football. Yes. Uh, and I believe he won the he, – or he was at least up for one of the best punter awards. He was up there near the top for it. But, 
He's actually he's got to compete though with this uh, an Australian freshman punter Max Fletcher, I believe is the last name. Yes, Max Fletcher, who is apparently the real deal. So you got to wonder how that could play out. But I'm curious with the special teams because you think of the trick plays Arkansas pulled off last year. Yeah, you got to wonder what could be up their sleeve with even more experience with this team. So you you never really know what to expect. Do we expect? Any big highlights you think uh, against you know, somewhere to Bama? Uh, if if they don't go to that fake field goal again at some point <laughs> this season, uh, I'll, I'll be astonished. I remember watching that Bama game and just coming out of my seat thinking, "Wow, wow, wow!" Because I mean, I think everybody was thinking. Number, it was there. number on the pat. I mean, no offense to read, it was a little bit behind them. Yeah. The catch was phenomenal, but I mean, no one thought we were gonna fake it there yeah. at Bama in that situation. Are you kidding me? You take your points when you get them against Bama. Sam For and them sure. were like. No, nah, no, we no, want no. the touchdown. We make our points. And now, of course, we got to talk about the coaching staffs, obviously. Kendall Browse, Barry Odom, back again. There was some questioning Kendall Browse play calling at the start of the year, thinking that, you know, maybe his play calling is too uh, uh, conservative and at points is sometimes way too aggressive on downs we shouldn't be. But all in all, these are two coaches that, very much could be up for head coaching jobs here soon, especially Barry Odom, who almost got taken away to Texas. Thank goodness he didn't. So uh, having those guys on the staff, regardless of the talent, very, very helpful. Yes, absolutely. Um, they really showed um, their skills last year. Um, and I do think at some points, you know, Kendall Browse, a little too much uh, run heavy at certain points. I know at certain points in the Georgia game, I was thinking – man, we ran the ball three times and we gained three yards in this drive and now we're punting it away. Maybe we don't do that next time. Um, but all in all, you know, still kind of coming to grips with this team. And like I said, I think now you really feel like this is the year for KJ Jefferson. And I feel like they're going to be, uh, you know, a little bit more pass heavy. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, and really, uh, Barry Odom, I, I was honestly shocked that he uh, ended up coming back because there was a lot, a lot of talk uh, for him to get a head coaching job. I really do appreciate Missouri firing him, though. Yeah. We really do appreciate it here at Arkansas. And, you know, I'm sure y'all are doing good with Eli. I don't even know how you pronounce his name. Dringwit, something like that. Something, I, I don't know. Uh, not, not important because Missouri football's never really been that important. So let's move on to then the big man Sam Pittman of course the head coach entering another year has done a good job building a staff and players and I mean come on you think of Arkansas you, you think of Sam Pittman I mean you think of him and you think of what he's building and again it's just going to continue to get better and better and better as the years go on and hopefully that's a while I don't know what Sam's future plans are but yeah. going to be uh, very, very important down the stretch. Absolutely. He's made it very clear that he is happy yeah. where he is. Yeah, he's made it clear. He's like, I'm not interested in yeah. any other job or anything like that. He would do this for the rest of his life if he could. And that's basically the position he's put in Arkansas and signed that massive extension this offseason, um, which really puts him in position to be there, to be at Arkansas for a while and help continue to build this culture. Um, and that this is really something Arkansas has needed. Somebody to come in and try and build a culture um, you think about Bielema, and it never really felt like a tight knit family, kind of like this. And let's clarify: he tried to build a culture. The problem was the culture did not fit the type yeah. of thing that the SEC was going for. Big Ten, maybe, but 
you know, not not the SEC at that current time. Absolutely. And you don't think about obviously Chad Morris. We just we just try to <laughs> we try slide not that. To remember that. One. We just try to slide that under the rug and just pretend those two years were just just erased from history, pretty much. That, at least that's what I tried to do. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know Arkansas played those two years. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, do you know? No, we just off. we just had some crazy stuff happen in Arkansas. Yeah. You couldn't have football for those two years. Yeah, it was they wild. just didn't play. And so that'll do it for previewing that. Now we're gonna look at the schedule, kind of go through the game, see what we think. I'm curious how you think Arkansas's record will be because some of them. Uh, one of my games, I think, is a big questionable that I think I was picking for. So this. This could get interesting. So let's just start week one, Cincinnati. Pretty much straight up start there. Top 25 matchup week one. Probably the most exciting Arkansas game to start off a season in a long time. So, yeah. And, of course, Cincinnati made the playoff last year. You think they? You think Arkansas can get it done at home in that first game? Uh, For sure. I, I think that Cincinnati definitely could, uh, you know, surprise people and have a, have a pretty good team next year. But they've lost a lot. Um, and when you're playing a team like Arkansas, who's ranked in the top 20 and bringing a lot of people back, um, you know, there's not going to be a lot of growing pains with this Arkansas roster um, in that first week. So, and I think that's something that Cincinnati may not be able to attest to with a lot of new players and a lot of new spots, new quarterbacks, new uh, leaders on the defense. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see, but I, I think Arkansas can get it done against a Cincinnati team that'll still be trying to figure itself out. Definitely, especially with it going to be a packed house. Oh, for up sure. at Razorback Stadium because, like I said, this is the biggest kickoff game Arkansas has had in a long time. So it's going to be packed. I'm yes, it's going to be on prime time ESPN. Unlike some of the games in the past, which were you know SEC Network Plus things like that. So this is this will be a good game to start right away. And even you know this will be a game we'll find out for sure about Arkansas. You know how they handle a former playoff team from last year, even though they lost pieces. They how they can still compete against them. I do agree. I think they take they take care of it there. For sure. Then South Carolina. Take what you're facing Spencer Rattler at home, and you wonder exactly how that will play out because there's a lot of positivity coming out of South Carolina recently, which hasn't happened in the last couple of years. So another uh, tough matchup to open up SEC play. What you got here? You think Arkansas again? Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of good going on in South Carolina. At least that's how they're – uh, how it seems. Um, but I, I still don't know about Spencer Rattler. He just hasn't looked that great since he's gotten into the NCAA. His first two years at Oklahoma kind of shaky. Um, so maybe he just needed to change of scenery. But I, I think Arkansas is definitely going to get it done. And if Spencer Rattler hasn't made any improvements since last year, I think Arkansas's defense is going to have an absolute field day playing against him. I agree. Hopefully it's a solid – Maybe shutout win if it's the same old Spencer Rattler. Yeah. If it's same old him, then yeah, I like that. But something tells me it won't be. Actually, to me, I think this game will be a lot closer than some people think. Uh, I think South Carolina will keep it very competitive, and but I do think Arkansas does hang on and win. I do, I think I think we still win, but I think South Carolina might surprise some people with how close it is uh, right away. So then the next one's Missouri State. I mean, we know Arkansas is going to win, but how interesting is it going to be? Uh, as I'm pretty sure Bobby Petrino is still the head coach at Missouri State with him coming back to town. So that's an interesting game. I'm quite positive he's still the head coach. But 
I mean, how interesting would that be for him to come back there? How do you, how do you think the welcome will be on that? Uh, I don't think it'll. <laughs> I almost I just hit my hand on the. That was what scared. <laughs> but sorry, uh, you're. I don't. I don't think it'll be the most warm of welcomes. Uh, that's for sure. Um, I, I think it'll be anything but. Yeah, uh, that was my hand that hit the table. For those wondering what that noise was, I tried to lift my hand up and just hit the bottom of the table. So yeah, uh, gonna pretend that didn't hurt a little bit. Anyway, Missouri State, I do agree, uh, will be a pretty easy win. I'm just yeah. curious, you know, I'm I'm wondering if any we see any signs for the game. That oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be surprised if we didn't. Uh, the next game, which I will not, I will trying to keep up with but this is this game's happening on the day of a certain wedding that i'm part of so i gotta try to keep it on a&m obviously it's almost a big game every year especially with a&m potentially being ranked in the tops being ranked six to start the season because if we win all our games heading into that matchup a&m wins all their games heading into that matchup that's probably a top 15 maybe top 10 showdown in jerry world probably despite Cincinnati, probably Arkansas's first real test of the season. Do you think they get it done? Uh, I think they do. Um, Texas A&M, not really. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to our last episode, came out yesterday. We're not in on Cincinnati. We're not in on Texas A&M uh, at all. They've been ranked too high. Um, so it'll really be about, at this point, Texas A&M, you know, having to prove something to me, which obviously they haven't done yet. So I've got Arkansas taking this one. Maybe my opinion will be changed. I think this one might be a little bit closer after seeing A&M play a couple games. But just on my first glance at the schedule, I, I don't see why Arkansas couldn't get this done. Uh, I agree, but I do think it's going to be close because for some reason, regardless of record, it is always a close game with A&M. Because you think about the years under Bielema, whenever uh, Kevin Sumlin was at A&M and they were ranked in the top five or six against us, we were unranked to finish the year like, four and eight or three and nine, the games were still so close. Yeah. So I think it's going to be usually a close game no matter what. Even though last year, while it felt like a blowout, it was still retrospectively close game. Mm -hmm. But I do agree. I think Arkansas hangs on to win. I think it's a lot more entertaining of a game compared to last year. Not saying I didn't enjoy it last year, but for both sides, I think it'll be a tough game. But I do think it is a game that Arkansas will win. And then... If we, we each have Arkansas 4 0 winner in this, if it is how it plays out, this next game will probably be the biggest game at Razorback Stadium, probably ever at Reynolds yeah. Razorback Stadium. Bama coming to town, ranked number one in the AP poll. If they win their games, everyone thinks they will. They'll be number one coming into town. If we win our games, especially against AM, that is no doubt a top 10 matchup. It'll With a, game day in town. It's got to be a top five matchup unless A&M just has an abysmal season. I, I would think that six, they lose. I think this might be a top five matchup if they both Definitely. Play. And like I said, no doubt, game day, if it's not there, I'm literally suing ESPN hey. because it should be there. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but this is a game where many people want to pick Arkansas, but yet just don't think they can get it done. So I want to hear from you. What do you got? You just got to be honest. You got to be honest. Yeah, I want to pick Arkansas here, and I really, really hope that when the time comes, they get it done. But as a wise betting man, I I would take Alabama in this game if I was having to put money on it. 
Um, but I surely hope Arkansas gets the job done. They have the tools to do it. They almost did it last year, so it's not impossible. But I'm going to go Alabama in that one. I hate to say it, but I do agree with you. I think Arkansas has all the pieces. We'll have the crowd. We'll have game day. We'll have everything there to be able to beat them. But I just I just don't know because this reminds me, 2010 was the last game closest to this when Arkansas was ranked 10th and number one Bama came into town. Arkansas lost it's either by a point or lost by a field, something like that. It was a really close game against Bama. I have a feeling it's going to be like that. But I do think, I hate to say as much as I do, I hope I'm completely wrong and we go undefeated here. But I am going to go with Bama for this one as well. Then, a game that I've seen a lot of people saying Arkansas is going to lose next up at Mississippi State in Starkville. Now, again, I'm not saying that, you know, Mike Leach hasn't been entertaining at Mississippi State. But it just – it bothered me why people don't think Arkansas has a chance to go into Starkville and get it done. I mean, I know they have the Cowbells that do it, but talent-wise, I don't think Mississippi State's all that. Uh so for me, at least I have them getting on the road. What do you What do you think? Um, really, I agree with you. I don't, I don't see how Mississippi State to really get this done. The only thing that they might benefit from is it will be a home game for them, and there's a good chance Arkansas will be coming off at least one loss uh, from that Alabama game. True. So maybe the momentum might be in their favor. But that's saying that Mississippi State's winning and has a decent record to even you know for that to matter that much to Arkansas. Um, but overall, I, I would not pay for Mississippi State to win this game. I wouldn't pick Mississippi State to win a game this year, uh, personally. Uh, so I think that Arkansas, to not win a game. I mean, that's obviously <laughs> I, an, obviously say, an exaggeration. I was but, about to say. I was about to say. I'm like, I don't think they're gonna be like amazing, but uh, like <laughs> I, exaggeration. But I, I think that I think that Arkansas can get it done, and I, I don't think there's gonna be much question after the game. I think a lot of people will feel foolish after that game said and done. I I sure hope so. Next up is probably the most intriguing non-SEC matchup on the entire schedule. Arkansas making the trip to Utah to take on BYU, the Pac-12 killers last year, and a team that is ranked in the top 25 in the preseason. Again, thinking about that. SEC schedule, two teams in the preseason AP top 25. Arkansas is facing a non-conference. So, And, you know... Arkansas's not hadn't had to experience this because they hadn't really been there, but it is not an easy place to play no. at all. How do you see the game going? Um, I think this is going to be a close game. BYU, like you said, Pac-12 killers last year. They have been an interesting team to watch the last couple of years. Zach Wilson, Jaron Hall has been really good, taking back over his starting position after he lost it two years ago to Zach Wilson due to injury. Um, so it, it's it's been interesting to watch this team play, and I think they're going to have a lot of success. Um, and this is definitely a game that BYU can win. Um, but I'm going to pick Arkansas on this one because I don't know that BYU has the firepower to get it done. Um, I feel like they could win on you know in a good game, but I, I like Arkansas on this one. Okay. Uh, I would agree with you, but I don't know. I just I have this sneaking suspicion. With it being the first trip to BYU, it's kind of similar to like a couple years ago when Irving went to Colorado State under Chad Morris. Again, we were not good, but yeah, it was a game that I thought, you know, we should we should be able to win. Yeah. But I'm pretty worried, and then we go on. So 
Uh, this game, I'm actually going to give us a loss. I don't want to give us a loss for it, but I just I had this sneaking suspicion that if BYU is playing really good in that matchup, uh, coming in that matchup because they have a not uh, they're independent, so they have can yeah. play anybody. I think it'll be a tough matchup, and I think there's a I'm going to give us a loss for this one. I hope I'm wrong, but I just I have a sneaking suspicion about that game. I don't know why. So then. The rest of these games, except for one, will be SEC at Auburn the next week. We know what's been going on with Auburn this uh, offseason yeah. in football. Uh, to me, I'm to me this isn't a hard game to pick. I, uh, at least I think Arkansas can go on the road and handle Auburn. I think it'll be close, obviously, going on the road to Jordan-Hare. But I think it's a game Arkansas can take care of. What do you think? Um, I almost want to pick Auburn for the win here just because the last couple of years they've gotten some fluke wins against Arkansas. Don't and, get me started on 2020. And this, and this <laughs> matchup, so. But I'm going to say that finally the football gods are on Arkansas' side and they win a game they should win and they get it done. So I'm going to take Arkansas because hey. it shouldn't be close. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Like I said, I just, it's Jordan Hare. I think it's going to stay decently good. But yeah, don't even get me started on 2020 with that with that game. I I almost destroyed my TV watching <laughs> that game. I was like, how can how can you be so how can you be so dumb? How can you not know that's a fumble? Oh man, I think we could do a whole episode just discussing yeah. that right there, honestly. But no, we're talking about 2022. So next game uh, again, one that we think should be winnable. Liberty coming into town. Really not need to be discussed there, probably. Yeah. If they had Malik Willis... This would be interesting. This could be an interesting one, but they don't. He's on the Titans, even though Steelers should have drafted him. Different discussion there. But yeah, if he was there, I'd say it's a game. But yeah, I think you'd agree. Yeah. Really yeah, not. Definitely a win here. Definitely. So then the next one, like I said earlier, the game I'll be attending. So this most likely will end up being a loss somehow, knowing I'm attending it. Uh, LSU comes into town. Brian Kelly, now the head coach there, tries the fake Southern accent. I know you being a, a part-time Notre Dame fan as well, you have a little bit of feelings towards Brian Kelly. So um, how do you feel about the matchup? Yeah, you know, part of me understands what Brian Kelly's done because he's gotten a lot of slander the last couple of years because he's Notre Dame's coach. But if any coach anywhere else had done what he's done the last couple of years, they'd in the conversation for a top coach in college football and uh they kind of talk about him like he's nothing and so uh you know he's he's been to the national championship in notre dame he's taken the college football playoff twice um so it, it was just time for him to prove that he could do it in a big conference because you know people have been saying that so to that i understand i wish he hadn't done it so snakily i wish he had waited <laughs> till his contract had ended i wish he didn't sneak you know, pull a Baltimore Colts and sneak out in the middle sneak of the night. Sneak out, like basically. maybe they won't see me. Yeah, um, that's kind of how it felt. He didn't even finish the season with us. I always hate when coaches do that, um, just left us at the end of the season. And uh, while I'm happy and excited for what Marcus Freeman can bring to the team, um, it, it definitely was. It felt like a little bit of a low blow. Um, and so ultimately, I'd like to see Arkansas run through LSU. But <laughs> Brian Kelly's a good coach. He's a great recruiter. And he's got that LSU stuff on his side as well. Um, so I think he's going to be able to put together some good teams in the future. But I think this year LSU might have some hiccups um, and that might lend uh, to Arkansas being able to get the job done. Uh, I'm going to second that. Uh, nothing would make me happier than just to just steamroll because that would be one of the first games I've been to that was an SEC matchup that Arkansas just ran through the opponent. Yeah. 
So, but I think it's actually going to be a really close game. I, again, most of these I think will be close games if we're being honest. But I got to go Arkansas here mainly because uh, mainly out of all the matchups that specifically with this next one with Missouri, wish it was a still our main rivalry game, mm-hmm. not Missouri. Absolutely. Golden boots greater than battle line trophy. That's all Absolutely. I'm battle line trophy means nothing. There's no rivalry. Literally, there. give me the golden boot any day of the week. So then the last home game of the year, tricky one against Ole Miss. Now, while they don't have Matt Corral there, still Lane Kiffin on the sideline for them. It's a lot of buzz around some people about what about Ole Miss, obviously, with what they did last year, now coming into this year. It, it won't be it won't be an easy game for Arkansas. We'll say probably out of all the matchups besides, you know, Bama and AM, this might be the toughest one that Arkansas would have to face. Probably so. How do, how do you see this one playing out? Final home game of the season. Uh, I'm gonna say this. Uh, I'm gonna take Ole Miss in this one just because I don't feel right taking <laughs> Arkansas for a one loss season. I hope they go undefeated. Oh yeah, let's hope they go undefeated. Um, Fingers crossed. On I that. absolutely hope they go undefeated. But I feel like I'd be I'd be a little too biased if I said I think Arkansas is gonna have one loss this year. I think this is definitely a team that can beat Arkansas. Um. And so, if it was going to be anybody, I'd rather it be Ole Miss than LSU or Auburn. Um, at least they're a better team. Uh, maybe it won't hurt you so much in the rankings. Um, so, I think Arkansas can win the game, but I'm going to take Ole Miss here to make my record look a little bit more realistic. I Well, hopefully it's wrong. but Yeah, hopefully it's undefeated. Yeah. You know? uh, that's kind of the way I did mine, too, so I'll, I'll be honest with that here. Uh, but I do think Arkansas can beat Ole Miss at home. We saw that we, even when they people think they have a more talented team than us when they come to Fayetteville. Let's count how many interceptions Mount Corral had against us. Not one, not, not two, two, not, not three. three. Sound like LeBron James out here. Not four, but I think it was five, right? Was I think this, it was five. I, That's what I think. It was either five or six. I know, I know it was a lot, but uh, – to me, I think Arkansas could take care of them at home. If this was in Oxford, if this was in, uh, they're in Oxford, right? Uh, okay. Yes, I think I think so. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying yes, to go back because Mississippi State is in Stark. Yeah. Uh, if it was there, I I agree with you. I would be a little bit worried to maybe be Arkansas, but with it being at home, giving them the edge right there, and then the last game. At Missouri, listen, I don't care if it's at Arkansas, if it's at Missouri. I don't care if it's in Antarctica. This is Arkansas <laughs> this by is, 90. Yes. Hogs by 90, as the, as the saying goes. Hogs by 90. Absolutely. You know, may, maybe we actually score 90. I mean, it, that, that would just make my whole year. We could we could lose to Bama and all them, but if we score 90 on Missouri, that would be like the best thing yes. ever. <laughs> uh, but So we each agree. 10-2 and two season for Arkansas. It's not bad. Uh, season, I mean, especially what's been the past few years. So, I mean, but let's be honest here. We think they're going undefeated, right? Yes, they have to. <laughs> they, ha- they have to. Uh, but that's going to be it for this episode. Next week, don't miss it. College football season preview with this guy across from me hosting it. Do not want to miss it. And you never know. I mean, maybe if we're crazy enough, and if maybe this is just a lie, one of us has Arkansas in the playoff. I don't know who that could be. But – uh, many other things as well, Heisman trophies, uh, Power Five conferences, who's in the playoff, so much more. 
that's all coming next week. Do not miss it. And we're not saying we are, but there may or may not be another person here. There may or may not be. Maybe. Mystery. Mystery indeed. That's going to be it. That is Austin Hill. I'm Austin Waiter, and we want to thank you for listening.